I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now, on to the mighty Maroons. Let's go, baby. At number one, Reese Walsh. Pick and stick my ass. Hell, <laughs> two, Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah. <laughs> it's called player welfare, mate. You should uh, read up about it. Just taking care of Yeah, look at how we're taking care of Campbell Grime. Uh, Got them all. Yeah. <laughs> two, Selwyn Cobbo. Three, Valentine Holmes. Uh, four, The Hammer. Five, Murray Tualangi. Six, Cam Munster. Seven, DCE. Eight to start, Thomas Flegler. Nine, Benny Hunt. Ten, Lindsay Collins. Eleven, Tommy Gilbert. Twelve, David Fafita. Thirteen, Paddy Carrigan. Fourteen, Harry Grant. Fifteen, Tino. I saw Ma'alawi got off his charge. He's got a fine. Sixteen, Ruben Cotter. Seventeen, Gyro. Eighteen, Dearden. Nineteen, Christian Welsh. Initial reactions, boys. Yeah, I think we've got to start at the one jersey, don't we? You can start where you want, baby. I uh, I expected KP uh, to be named there, knowing what I know of Queensland and how they pick and stick and everything. And I thought he was – I I don't think he got your player of the series last year, but I would have given it to him mm. personally. So I thought he was going to be there. Uh, that one really surprised me. I understand the HIA argument and all that sort of stuff, but I just think that KP's been so good for Queensland for so long that I would have picked him there mm. for sure. Mm. That one surprised me. Mm. Yeah, I am smiling from ear to ear not seeing KP's name there. Yep. After, like, I'm still having nightmares about him decimating, <coughs> killing us last season. And Reese Walsh, I cannot wait to see Reese Walsh in the Origin Arena just purely as a footy fan and saying, all right, you're dominating the NRL, step up, what do you got at the biggest level? Mm. But, yeah, no Caelan Ponga. I mean, yeah, sure, there's a bit of a concussion concern around him. We know they'll target him if he's there, but the fact is that he's back at fullback. He doesn't have to make 25 tackles a game. Uh, I'm very relieved to not see KP's name. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting one. I I probably would have been gone KP, but when you look at it, he's, what, had two games back yep. now? Yep. And he's got HA in one of them. Yep. Pretty dramatically. Like, as in... The one, yes, the one this week, and I know he came back on. He was all good, but he he got hit hard. It wasn't just a little chop around. The, the, he got hit hard and was down. So 
Oh, man. Seven games in, what, 10 months, I think it is? So I can understand from that perspective, but I personally probably still would have gone Kalen. Yeah, I, I don't have the exact numbers, but if it's seven games in 10 months or whatever, <laughs> I remember the two games in 10 months where he was the best player <laughs> on the field against us. So I'm the same as Tim. I'm happy not to see KP name from a New South Wales perspective. I know that Reese Walsh is a tremendous player and it scares the living shit out of me sending Reese Walsh to spend two weeks with Billy Slater. Mm-hmm. But I know that KP will deliver on the stage, big stage every single time. I think Reese Walsh will, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like Reese Walsh absolutely has the ability, but going into Origin, you can't afford to make three errors. You know, going for the big play each, you need to be basically one error is too many in Origin. He's a freaking attack, we know that, but he's far from flawless. You know, when it comes to probably as much defensive positioning, but you know, one on one defensively when he is required to make some tackles. He said a few mistakes where he probably goes a little bit too hard at things. So I wonder I, if they rein that in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Walsh is a star and he'll probably spend a lot of time in this Queensland squad over the next decade. But just when yeah, it's at the expense of KP, who as Guru said, you just know KP will not only come in and deliver, but he can single handedly win you a game. Mm. But to be fair, Walsh probably can too, but we haven't seen it. We just haven't so, seen it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I, look, I agree with everything you're saying on regards to I probably would have had KP there. I, th- I think if he gets through yesterday's or on the weekend's game, no HIA, mm. I think he probably gets selected. But <clears throat> heading into camp after all the head knocks he's had to get another head knock. So what's that? Is that three HIAs so far this year? Yeah. Because he had the first one where they thought it wasn't a HIA where he stayed down and he went off against the Warriors. Then he had the one against the Tigers, completely knocked out. Had five or six weeks off. Then he had another HIA on the weekend. Three, yeah. So three three in 12 weeks of rugby league. Three, one failed. Badly. Yeah. Uh, I still probably would have had Kalen there. I still probably would have had Kalen there. But I'm stoked for Reese Walsh. What a journey. What a climb to first grade, uh, to origin going away, coming back to be with his family at the Brisbane Broncos. And if you ever wanted an example of sometimes the bigger contract is definitely not worth it, look at Reese Walsh. Like, is he playing Origin if he isn't at the Broncos? Is he the super, superstar that we see in the game today if he isn't at the Broncos? Probably not. Yeah, and as much as, you know, I'm happy to see Reese Walsh there because KP scares me more. The thing that scares me so much about Reese is what I've always loved about him. He's just trying to win the game. Always. And that's the, the thing that is similar to Billy Slater. Billy Slater would always be trying to win the game from any part of the field. And I think he likes that in Reese Walsh, that yeah. he just goes for it. But it, the, the, the glass half empty take on it is, is that sometimes Reese goes for it too much and you can't do that in origin. You get punished for that in origin. Yeah. So I wonder whether Billy's going to be able to find that balance with Reese and go, mate, you are, a, you are incredible in attack. Just got to pick your moments. I will say, as a Brisbane fan, thank you. Two weeks, a whole three If we get three games with Billy Slater training, are you kidding me? Thank you. I think from a Brisbane perspective, obviously the Reese Walsh issues, I also think the confidence that Flegler's going to take from being a starting front rower is going to be... Ugh. One of the Dolphins Devastated you're losing him <laughs> And so sorry to take it off Reese Walsh But I, I think there's a really good couple of wins in this for Brisbane uh, So yeah the Reese Walsh one If he comes out Has two tries this And is on the highlight reel forever Wouldn't surprise me 
comes out, has two tries, but also has two errors. Probably wouldn't surprise me. It is going to be interesting to see when the heat is turned up, how does Reese respond? What's his plate made yeah, of? Yeah, because they are going to absolutely, every time he gets the ball, he's getting hit hard and put to the ground hard, pressure on his head, everything. Everything that you can think of in origin, all the little tiny things you don't see, it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts. I think he reacts like a champion. Um, he just needs to make sure that you can't stay down, you can't, oh, you know, this is sore, that's sore. Yeah. You get straight back to your feet, get to your next job. Uh, now, I haven't. I think he's improved that this year alone. Like at the start of the year, there were a few times, even in pre-season, he got hit, stayed down. Then he was um, sweet. Uh, in origin, you just can't do that. You've got to be bombed it's straight so up. exciting because yeah. he's got all the elements to be an absolute superstar of our game. But long term, it means nothing if you don't have ticker. I'm not saying Reese Wolf doesn't, but this is where you find out if a player does have ticker or not. And it is interesting because you look through the history of the Maroons. Most guys, before they come into the spine, they've got to wear the 14. They've got to go on and play lock. Yeah. Get beaten to a pulp and show that they can handle it. <laughs> Reese Walsh just skipped that. Straight in there. Straight in there. Do you reckon, I mean, this is hindsight hero kind of stuff, but do you think. The fact that KP's been in the front line, had to make more tackles. If he had played fullback from day one this year, would he have lost his spot? I know it's hindsight. He I didn't still, want to ask the question, yeah. but... He, he still could have got head height at fullback. He still could have got, could, could have got a HIA. Um, but I do think being in the front line increases the likelihood of contact. Quite possibly. And I, I just wonder if, you know, maybe if he was just playing fullback in general, that might have lent Billy... Picking there well, I think all, I we spoke so we were quite vocal about it in the preseason, saying we want him to stay at fullback for that reason alone. That we just didn't want him making all those tackles in the front line with his concussion history. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think all three of his concussions have been making tackles, haven't they, this season? Two, and then I think one was going for a ball. One going for a ball. Yeah, okay, so, so but the two big ones, yeah, were making tackles that if he's at fullback. I know it's <laughs> different. You know, you jump high balls, you probably get that contact in the air and hit the deck hard, but yeah. You make three or four or five tackles a game. So, mm. yeah, probably. Yeah, Reese Walsh in origin. It, it truly, he is a showstopper. He is a showstopper. Mm. But it's also interesting how different he is to Tedesco. Such a different player. Like They are so, so different. Um, cannot wait. Cannot wait. And I hope Reese, he kills it. Absolutely kills it. Wouldn't want to be playing Newcastle this weekend just quietly. Oh, because KP yeah, will Jesus. be Not to mention Gagai. Oh, Gagai and KP. Um, oh, no, that's absolutely on. cheering, hey, going from like, oh, we're about to lose KP, Gagai, probably Saifidi to, no, you're like full strength. You're full strength. You're that's the other thing too. There'd be a few Saifidis sitting up there going, Tavita, mm. over us, we've been there and done it. Yeah, we've been there and done it and, and played relatively well. Uh, yeah, look, the KP situation. I wonder if the conversation purely was, mate, just, just get through this week. And then, because like, let's say Reese Walsh just plays solidly, and KP plays the next three weeks well, does KP get the spot back because of his history? He has to, doesn't he? Sure, well, he's, surely like he, he's the man. He's your number one. Yeah. When there's no concerns and he's fit and good to go, so yes, I think mm. so. If he gets through the next three weeks, leading into Origin two, surely. Like, imagine if again, great position to be in. But let's say Walsh kills at game one, and then KP the next three weeks, which would surprise no one. Kills it for the night, and then they go, oh, we can only pick one of you. I said, great position to be in, but it's like, oh. In saying that, you say, oh, if KP kills it the next 
He plays Manly this week. He's got a bye, doesn't he? Got a bye. Then round 15. So, so he get two <coughs> games in or only oh, sorry. one? Um, okay, but two games. Yeah, so 13. Round 13, bye. Then he'll play round 15. Then Origins round 16, which he'd... Yeah, so, so two will games. They pick the team after round fifteen, though. Is that yeah after? Yeah, so get two two games. Okay. And another thing that a lot of people they're not going to pick up on, but here a bloke we're going to pick up on this stuff. Hottest fullback all time, Origin. Just said it. No, you've, there's never been a hotter fullback. I'm going to raise you an Anthony Minicello. Oh, yes. You're kidding. <laughs> Reese yes. Walsh. Oh, I love the count, but come on. Reese Walsh, hottest fullback all time. All time. Doesn't come close. Have you seen Mini with his lid off, mate? <laughs> more than just a head. Wow. He's a, gra- he's a grass in his straws there. Jeez Louise. Reese Walsh, pretty boy Reese. Eyelashes that won't quit. You kidding? Uh, now, number two, Selwyn Cobo, uh, Valentine Holmes. But the big two selections, in my opinion, Hamiso. The Hammer at four, Tuolangi at five, Dan Gagai, Origin Gagai, not selected. And there's some smiles and smirks on the faces because the Orange Queenslanders always talk about picking and sticking. What are your thoughts on this selection? I'm shocked. I really am. Mm. Everything I've come to know, like I remember, you know, years ago, they, I think it was Billy, was it the 2018 Origin Series? Billy Slater missed the 17. They, they didn't pick him. They kept Darius Boyd at fullback. That's always been the way that Queensland has operated, to leave Dane Gagai out, to leave two guys in Gagai and KP, who I think have been consistently fantastic for Queensland, that I thought <coughs> club form didn't matter. I'm shocked. I really am. I <laughs> When the rumours came out last night, I, I didn't believe it. Mm. Timmy? Yeah, Gagai's been... Pretty decent this year. He's been caught out defensively a couple of times, particularly on the weekend. I think if there was a centre knocking the door down to come into that spot, maybe I'd understand it. But to shift a fullback to centre, playing out of position, I know Hammer's done it at Origin before and he did a really good job a couple of years ago. But like when I look at a, a, a team named, I go, all right, where are their weaknesses there and where is an opportunity to attack? And I'm looking at that going, Hammer. He's a bloke playing out of position. He's going to be asked to make <coughs> some big defensive reads. Will he be on Latrell Mitchell? Because Val plays left for the Cowboys. So Hammer, that, you'd assume he probably slots in on the right, yeah. which would put Latrell on him. I'm just going, licking my lips going, you beauty. Latrell's going to eat him for dinner. You know what? Said the same thing when he had to mark Turbo a couple of years ago. And not only did he hold his own, I think he got the better of Turbo in that game. So I understand where you're coming from. That was my first thought. But the more I sat there and thought about it, and go back and watch that game defensively, he did so well against Tommy Trevojevic in that game. I also think that naming Hamiso, I think I agree with you. I think he'll be at right centre. I would assume then Tommy Gilbert will be at right edge back row. Mm. So I'd say that probably that little Cowboys combination that have played together previously, but you are still picking, in my opinion, two guys not playing their best position. Mm. And that's that, that's, 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 yeah. As soon as I saw both these sides, go through mm. them, bang, bang, I looked at that and went, yes, that's where the Blues are going because mm. two blokes out of position. If you were picking, like if, if they could have picked Felice Cafusi there, I'd probably feel more comfortable with Hamisa. Definitely. But, yeah, it's, it's obviously a spot New South Wales have to go at, but <laughs> once again, I thought they'd go at it. The with last it, time Hamiso played, and he did incredibly well. Without going sort of too far down down the list, while we're talking about the centres, it does all tie in. Are we convinced? And I know Billy's really good at picking a side, and that's what runs out. I love it about him. But Jai Arrow on the edge, like 
Tommy Gilbert, who's a middle, Arrow, who's been really good on the edge for the Bunnies and for different sides for a lot of time now, do you reckon it stays that way with Gilbert on the edge? Well, Arrow has come out and actually said he enjoys coming off the bench for the Rabbitohs. He like actually likes it. I think mm. he even said I'm a better bench player recently. Uh, and he has been coming off the bench for the Rabbitohs for at least the last few weeks. So I actually think that the team selected is going to be the team that runs out. Yeah, he doesn't change much, Billy. And mm. look, I think Jai Arrow is a better middle, but team-wise, I would prefer Arrow on the edge and Gilbert playing as a middle, which he does week in, week out for mm. the Finns. I have a question. Do you think that if Kafusi was available, because Kafusi would have been in Billy's side up until yesterday, do you reckon Gilbert would have, that was the straight in, or do you reckon Gilbert would be on the bench somewhere? Definitely on the bench, in my opinion. Gilbert probably on the bench for Arrow, maybe. Yeah, Gilbert probably in for Arrow. I think Gilbert is still right up there as far as the most underrated players in this competition. He's been he's had a great year for the Dolphins. A great year for the Dolphins. Uh, the Hamiso Gagai situation, I'm sh- I'm shocked. Like I'm genuinely shocked. I would have had Hamiso on the wing, Gagai uh, in the centres. I I understand he played. You know, got absolutely torn up by Connor Tracy. But I feel he's been playing better footy for most of the year than he was last year. Uh, very, very surprising. Very surprising. I think, look, maybe they've had chats internally or to each other and maybe Gagai has said, mate, like, my body's not right or whatever, but there's no whispers of that. There's no males, mail of that. I'm really, really surprised. And I, I would, Tuolangi, when he played Origin, has done well and did okay for Australia as well. But this year, he hasn't been set in the world a lot, Tuolangi. So... Quite, quite surprised there. Now, maybe Billy's going for youth there, and that's that's something he's looking at because, you know, you've got Gagai, he's 32, whereas Hamiso is like 22, 23. Murray Tolangi, relatively young too. Selwyn Young. Holmes, still only about 28, I think. Reese Walsh, obviously young. But, yeah, I am very surprised. So Queensland's right edge, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, will be DCE, Gilbert, Hammer, and Cobbo. And so, like, that... Defensively, very questionable. Is very questionable. Very questionable. At the same time, though, attacking wise, if Queensland can get Reese Walsh and Hamiso in the right spots up against Latrell Mitchell on that edge, and with Hudson Young, who I assume will be inside him, who haven't defended together before, mm. like it's, a, it's lightning quick. Like you straight away go, oh, how's he going to handle Latrell? How's Latrell going to go handling Reese Walsh and him if they're on the front mm. foot with the pace those two have? Well, the Reese Walsh on Latrell. Swinging around is going to be really interesting because Trell, we know he can defend, but he's so big that pace that Reese Walsh hits. Whereas Trell is a top speed kind of guy. Once he gets to his top speed, it's in one of the most best sites in rugby league. But you're right when Reese hits that afterburners and makes centers make decisions. Sometimes it's well, tough. yeah, I, I think it's more probably on so of that left edge. So it'll be. Luai. I think Luai's the man. He's the one who Walsh is going to be going across. It'll be three on three. And then he puts that's the afterburner. What, that's what I'm saying. Troll will have to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. Do I come in? Yeah. Do I stay out? Am I quick enough to come in? Yeah. Do I need to be closer to Luai to negate that speed difference? Yeah. And so, obviously, Luai is the one that he'll be wrapping around on. But Latrell will be probably the one making the tough call. I think more, yeah. I think that's more decision-making rather than like talking about Trell as a big body in that. I don't think that will be the difference. Will be right. Can you make the right decision at centre, which I'm back into. But with Latrell, his body he's so big laterally, mm. he'll have to change his spacing yeah. potentially. And so you also got Hudson inside, who he's never played at this pace mm. before. And and so what Guru's point as well is is like 
but then he has to deal with Hamiso as well with his speed. So does he go further out to deal with Hamiso's speed and, and say, I'm not going to give Hamiso the sideline because he's so quick, or do I come further in just in case Luai gets beaten with Reese Walsh's speed? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, look, if there's one if there's one guy that can do it, it's Latrell yeah. Mitchell. Like, we're talking, fuck, like Latrell Mitchell. Because, like, it, like, it's only going to take Reese Walsh to get on the outside shoulder of his man once, mm. and that could be game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luai, Luai has a, a night in front of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, to be fair, though, KP coming out the back has been just as hard, I, I'd say. And, you know, outside of last year, he's, I mean, he dealt with it last year as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these are the tiny details that I think Billy Slater probably is relying on in regards to the Reese Walsh, Hamiso combination of just pure speed kind of thing. Uh I hope Hamiso kills it. I mean, he's earned it. He's earned a Queensland jersey. He's been so good this year. Murray Tuolangi, that's an interesting one. As I said, he's been good, but it, for club, I think he's been solid. Can you get his stats up for club, please? Um, now, to be fair, Cowboys have struggled. He's a winger, usually in struggling teams. Very hard for a winger to, mm, mm. to impact games. Um, he is one of the best finishers in the game, though, Tuolangi. Jeez, he can finish a try. Did go on the um, Kangaroo Tour as well. Yeah, and he played well when he played yeah. too. Well, when he played. Okay, so he's played 10 games, two tries, 16 tries, uh, tackle breaks, one try assist, uh, averaging 141 metres. 140's alright. 140's alright. 140, you'd, yeah. So maybe he's a victim of Cowboys with the, because there are only two tries. I think, as you said, Campy, I don't mind the Tower Lungy selection in that in a very ordinary Cowboys side all year. It's so hard for wingers to get much opportunity, so I, I think that's all right. Mm. Um, when uh, when do you think he made the decision to leave Gagai out? Do you like like surely he was in the team last week, right? Yeah, I, th- I you'd have to say so. I I think that it really concerned Billy watching him get dusted by Tracy. But then you go, well, Val got absolutely dusted, yeah. but Val is the Dallium center of the year, so it's like, yeah, but Gagai's been. Like, has there been a better Queenslander in the last six years? Like when you think about oh, all I'm, of it put together? I'm with you. Like I think yeah. Gagai, you know, should have got selected. I would have had Gagai there and Hamisa on the edge. Um, yeah, but I do think the decision probably happened after the game uh, on the weekend. I, I think as well as, you know, maybe they look at players like Gagai and Ponga and they go, Origin is just around the corner. We need you. You may don't necessarily have to be in the best form, but we need you ripping in. Like you, we need to see how desperate you are to be in the Queensland side. Maybe that's something that they were looking at. Mm. Uh, Averaging 165 meters a game this year, Gagai. He's been From good. Center, he has defensive like, reads been a bit off, mm. but but you back him to get that right in Origin, yeah. time and time again, because like, mm. he has got it right time and time again. Except when Jack White gave him a bath. <laughs> But anyway, that's in the past. That's a name I do not want to talk about over the next few weeks. <laughs> Jeez, he would have been a good 14. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, Where's Josh Papaletti? Is he? No, he's, uh, he's not there, but... Yeah, because right. they've got young they're, they're Tino, on them, Paddy. They've got their priorities. Never right. happened in Queensland. Yeah, Tino, Paddy, Ruben. It's all good. Turning down jerseys left, right and centre. Kim, I six, seven. Um, thoughts on Flegler starting... Like the Collins. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it, but now I've seen it, I kind of love it. It's going to be unreal. <laughs> it's, all, it's got origin written all oh, over 100% it. 100% it does. Yeah. As I said, I 
I, I hope the coaches have a gentleman's agreement this week. There he goes. I'll play TBJ if you play Flegler. <laughs> Deal. Um, Don't be a coward and back out of it. We both play him. Both play him. So thoughts on Flegler clearly taking probably Christian Walsh's spot, I'd say. Thoughts? Yeah, well, when uh, when Josh Papaliti uh, retired from Origin Footy during the week, I sort of thought to myself, Christian Walsh straight in. Mm. I, I thought they'd pick one of those two. Um, so to see Walsh not named, and I had Flegler maybe as a bench player. To see him starting is, it's really shocked me. And, you know, part of me wants to say, oh, maybe they won't run out like that, but you two are right. Slater does tend to name his side and then run with that. So, um, yeah, not a decision I would have made, but now that it's there, it worries me as a New South Wales <coughs> fan. Timmy? Yeah, I like the selection. We all love Tommy Flegler on this panel, don't we? Think the world of him a bit like yourself, Guru. I thought we love him as a, as the impact off the bench, coming under a tiring pack. He's got a bit of footwork for a big fella. You know, he comes off the back fence. I, I like him there. But you look at the blokes that would have started before him, like maybe you could have started Sad Jair up front, but Kodda, he has the same impact where when he comes in against a tiring pack, his footwork and speed is just... He carves us to bits, so I can understand that. Tino, same thing, the X Factor off the bench. Yeah, I think it's a really good selection. Lindsay Collins, um, Benny Hunt, obviously. Gilbert on the edge. Talk uh, to us there, Campy. I don't... I, I, don't like I, I think... Go back when he made his debut. Did he debut on the edge? Could you get get up where he played? Because he, he actually played really well for us mm. in Origin Game 3 last year. Played really well for us. Uh, I don't mind it because he's not a massive, massive body. Like he's not – he plays 13 normally, so we know he can get through the minutes. He's, his cardio is usually pretty good. Played really well this year. I just – when I look at it, I go, who would you have instead of him? Kate Wells injured, I'm pretty sure, or may, like, may or may yeah, not be injured. Yeah, what was the go there? Was I it? think a, a shoulder – like he was touch or go maybe. Um, Felice obviously suspended. Felice is suspended. So who else would you really go there? I, I would have played Arrow on the edge on over the edge. and kept Gilbert just as a middle. Yeah, okay. Um, and then obviously Nanai suspended and his form probably hadn't warranted it anyway this season, but you, all of a sudden you, you were looking for an edge, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, so look, I, oh yeah, I'm kind of um, ambivalent on it in regards to I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. I just don't know how it's going to go. I know... What I do know is he'll have a red-hot crack. He'll have I a reckon red we're going to get to crack. the end of this series and look at Tom Gilbert and go, he's one of those guys, you just pick him anywhere. Yeah, you know, he'll just play. Wherever you, I think he's just one of those guys. Mm. Uh, love for Feeder at 12. I think he's going to be a real problem. But the guy that I am just so excited to see with an origin under his belt is Paddy Carrigan. He is so much better than he was last year, and he was unbelievable last year. He has matured beyond his years for the Broncos week in, week out. He's giving you a 9 out of 10. He's giving you a 9 out of 10. You ask people who the best lock forward in rugby league is, I think 99% of people say Isaiah Yeo or Cam Murray, one of the two, but mm. he got the better of them last year without a doubt. Worries me he could quite easily get the better of them again this year. He's coming to this game, 69 tackles, only one missed, or one or two missed, and 150 metres or something. I wonder, so we're sort of thinking out loud because teams obviously just sort of come through this morning, but I wonder, does Dave Fafita definitely play left edge because he's comfortably played both edges throughout his career. I think we all agree, and we've seen this season, that left edge is his best. But we mentioned our concerns about uh, that right defensive edge. I think the way Cameron Munster plays, being so sporadic all over the place, you know, having a good hard line runner like Fafita, who you want to get running the crash hard carries, isolating with the opposing half. That's what you want to get. Mm. 
DCE is a lot better at doing that. Mm. So maybe there's more impact. Maybe Dave Fafita is more useful playing on the right edge, running off chairs, and then you can put Gilbert with Munster. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind it. It's just about defensively, really. Um, yeah. Like you see how good Olaquatu is running off mm. chairs, and That's I think Fafita can do a similar sort of job. And I, I mean, look, I'm sure Munster probably gets the best out of them. They're just very different. I don't know if they suit each other. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. Like Munster is so off the cuff. He's not really getting to the line. I mean, he can if he wants to, mm. but he's not really getting the line, hitting holes. He's more just creating chaos and then offloading kind of thing. I just think it's taken us years to find a sweet spot for David Fafita where he's confident in his footy. I wouldn't be changing it. I'd be keeping him on the left edge and I'd be sending him as much as Nathan Cleary. Does DCE can. swing? Like every now and then they to get Fafita the ball, DCE swings and gets Maybe. in that, that play? He does enough with Manly at times, so possibly. Yeah. I also think, like, I understand where you're coming from, and I agree with you, DCE does it better than Cam Munster, but I'm not going to rule out Cam Munster doing anything yeah. in this arena, you know? And that's it. Like, like Munster goes around, running around like a headless chook, as we know, but if there's a game plan to go, mate, at times, look to square up and get him his yep. one-on-one with Cleary, he'll, he can do it. Yeah. And the most dangerous thing about money in the Origin region is his running game, and to have that bloke outside him. I will, I will say I can see Munster, like, fending two blokes... Getting tackled, offload to Fafita, yeah. and that becoming a real concern because then you've got big spaces and Fafita just rampaging through them. Or the other way around. Mm. Mm. Him offloading to, yeah. to Munster. Oof. Yeah, that, that Munster, if it is Munster Fafita, that's pretty scary. That's a defense. Like, if I'm whoever's on that edge, I'm sitting there going, ooh, this is. Especially, this is tough. and I, I think that Fafita, like, I think he's at the point now from what I've seen in the last few weeks where he's not relying on his half anymore. He's demanding football. Mate, the try he scored on the weekend was ridiculous. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. The week before, 80 metre effort, like, unbelievable, unbelievable. Even the week before, the 80 metre effort was unbelievable, don't get me wrong, but the one before that, like, I think it was fourth or fifth tackle. They were looking for an option, he just said, no, just, just give me the ball. Yeah. So I'll just good. score. So good. Uh, Harry Green at 14, great. Tino, Ruben, Arrow, I love that bench. Fuck, I love that bench. That bench for me is just, whew. I reckon that bench has rattled Freddie a little bit this morning. I genuinely do. Ruben Cotter and Tino and Harry Grant coming at you. And you get Jai Arrow for a bit of mongrel. Oh, love Such that Origin player, Jai Arrow. So, yeah, he, he is made for Origin. Um, overall, biggest shock for me is the Gagai one. The Gagai and Ponga. Gagai and Ponga. They're, 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 that's a big shock. But in Billy We Trust. I said the exact <laughs> same thing last in year, Billy Kempi, we trust. about Tom Dearden as 18th man. And I still don't think I understand it mm. in terms of he's there. If he does get put into this game because of, you know, for whatever reason, he gets injected. Mm. Like Ben Hunt's there to cover the halves, which is the only position Tom Dearden can play. I he's, think they're moulding Dearden to take the reins. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Does that help them for this ser- series, though? In the future, I, I get that. But, like... Well, I if a front rower goes down, <coughs> Tina can cover it. Cotter can cover it. Mm. Cover it. If... Um, it's probably I'm backs. More, I, I'm thinking more back backs, line, though. Like, if anyone goes down. And even when Capewell was there, he was sort of your solution. If you mm. wanted this four-forward bench, Capewell could go and slot in at centre, which we've seen him mm. do before, but he's not there now. So where... Well, if Reese goes down, Munster can go to one. Mm. Deared into six. Two, three, four, five. So it's really your two, three, or four, or five that you haven't covered. But I would argue that do, like, every bench is going to probably have somewhere you don't have covered. Yeah, but that like it's 
that's four spots on the field. Like, well, we look at okay. So, if so, let's say Cobo gets HIA two minutes into the game. Mm. What, are you, what what's doing? Cobo gets HIA. Let me think. Got you on spot here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I don't. You're I don't probably moving for feet, for feeder to the centers. Probably moving or Jai maybe Jai or Fafita yeah. Jai yeah, to the you, centers. You're just going to plug a back row there to mm. do a defensive, yeah. which job. is not like I don't don't love that. And then let's say at least if it's a an illegal one and it allows them to inject the 18th man, mm. at least if that is a danger or someone you've got that covered. Mm. Oh, I I can see I can see your argument. I I, I like the fact that they're making. They're essentially grooming him for the future. Yep. They're essentially 18th man, get you in here, get you in here as soon as DC decides to retire, you are ready to Could go. you do that from 19th man and you're in around the camp, you'll do the warm-up, you're in the sheds, yeah. but... Yeah, you could, you could. Um, maybe it changes for game day. I, I don't mind it, but I, I see where you're coming from in regards to put an outside back there, ready to go. It is a lot of what ifs, what you'd have to be. It's not really. There's only one one injury well, to Cobo Holmes, Hammer or Taolungi, and you don't have an outside bat. Well, you can't bring the 18th man on. No, 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 I'm saying, but yeah. Play. I mean, you can't cover it anyway, but like let's say the 18th man could be injected, it still wouldn't cover it. It'd be fair, fair play, and yeah. that means it's that someone's gone 10, yeah. 10 in the bin. Um, yeah, I don't know. If I've, I, I think that with Tom Dearden, though, like if they didn't have the two best hookers in the – Universe, I think he would have been a fourteen by now. Yeah, yeah. I agree. There, so, but you're right in regards to purely if the worst thing happens, foul play, Selwyn Cobo mm. goes down. First, you've got a bench problem in regards to outside backs. Yeah, yeah. Even if we scratch Tom Deere, yeah. we're just about the seventeen. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you won't have any injuries in the outside backs, so mate. Don't worry. No. <laughs> well, it's it's similar to the Hind situation where he only cover he doesn't really cover any of the forward. Like, he can't play nine, most likely. He's not going to come on and play 13. Um, who would have you put on the bench to cover that if there's an outside back that goes down? Who could we have had? That's a- the thing. A- again, yeah, like, the um, the importance of Capel there, if that's the bench you want to run with, with obviously the two hookers. Capel goes, geez, he can do a decent job at centre for you. So, mm. I mean, 18th man, you could have picked a, a bunch of different people. But if we're talking about 17th man... Because you've got the two hooker scenario, yeah, it's not the most versatile pack regarding moving time to the outside. But so even the Blues, we've got Cam Murray there, who yeah, and obviously you want him playing the forwards. That's his position, but he can go to centre, and I'm pretty confident he does a good job. Mm. Mm. I wonder how Cotter would go on the centres because he's not that big. I wonder how he would go. Laterally, surely he handle himself there. Yeah, but it it is a it's a good point. We're not we are not covered. Uh, in regards to outside back, if one goes down, we'll be putting a a Jai Arrow, maybe Ruben Cotter out there, maybe for feeder. I know he defended maybe there. Maybe for feeder. Yeah, maybe for feeder. You know what? I, I reckon it'd be for feeder because yeah. he's <laughs> he, he went to centre last year for a little bit. Remember? Yeah. yeah. That feels like a world ago. But I thought you were going to send the bat signal to uh, Jake the Snake Granville. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Get him in there. The most versatile player in the history of rugby league. But it's a good point, especially with the Dearden. As I said, I personally just think the Dearden one, he's been there a couple of years now. They genuinely, like, you're the, you're the future. Mm. We want you in here. You're important. You're warming up with the players. You're with the jersey on. We see you as the guy that will take over from DC going forward. But you're right, if, if foul play happens and outside back goes down, 
we are uh, probably David Fafita goes to centre. Yeah, you'd all of a sudden be filthy. That's not Gagai or someone. Yeah, put them straight in sorted. For sure. But you could then make the argument, though, the fact that they're just bringing Dearden in so much, we may pay, the dividends may be paid in three years' time when he is just ready to go, comfortable. We may get dividends then. Um, So I think it's more of a long play, Mm. more of a long play. Does it feel like to you that this is, I don't know if the word is turning point, but I feel like Queensland's selections this year have been different to what they usually are, what I've come to expect <coughs> with Queensland. Mm. Any thoughts around that? Did you like... Yeah. Like even Christian Walsh not being there has really surprised me. It's a ruthless selection. Yeah, it is, yeah. And I think that that represents what the Storm are really all about. Mm. It's a very ruthless kind of... If you want to be here, you rip and tear every week, and there's a it, you can only drop below a, a seven out of ten for a performance. If you drop below, you know, if you're a five out of ten, you don't belong here at the Storm. Because when you th- go back and look at that period of the Storm, who in their team ever played like a Barry Crocker? It just didn't really happen yeah. that often. Yeah. They may not set the world alight, but they didn't have a Barry. And so I, I... Grant Anderson had a tough night at Shark Park in <laughs> 12 last year. Um, if, we're, if we're getting picky. <laughs> Listen, mate, just because you're in a bad mood because you got towed up on the weekend <laughs> doesn't mean you have to take it on a poor Queenslanders. We're just battlers, mate. Just doing our best. <laughs> we got injury clouds. Okay, we got injury clouds oh, over man. every player here. Like, Reese, I heard he's got a fingernail that's hurting. I can't get over... Like, what are the chances? Seriously, statisticians out there talk to me that Munster gets... Injured round 12 every single year. <laughs> but then has the grit to back up and play it's Origin mate. and looking at almost 100% every time. Because he's a Queenslander, mate. It, most other people wouldn't have played, but <laughs> he is a Queenslander through and through. You so blokes include a hangover as an injury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, look, anything else you wanted to talk about in this side, boys? <sighs> I just can't wait for the, the moon boot to come out. I can't wait yeah. for the... The virus to hit. There'll be some food poisoning chucked in there. <laughs> Look, you got everyone. Oh, everyone always complains. We want get access. The we we want access, and we give you access, and we happen to get sick every now and then. Jeez Louise, we could award winning access. We could have we could have we could have swept it under the rug, but we don't. We give the people what they want, and that's access. And unfortunately, right now, Cam Munster might miss the whole series. He's got sore ribs. <laughs> Stop. We're just trying to give you access, mate. Jeez, you New South Australian, you've got to be more trusting. That's you know that's what's your issue is you don't you you're too paranoid, too paranoid. <laughs> you want access? Put a camera on TPJ all this week. I'll, I want to see how it plays out. I know that I is going to be hectic. I go berserk. That is going to be hectic. Um, yeah, I, I, so I'd say the the from the makeup of the side, I do think your call in regards to outside back is probably that's your weak point, if you had a weak point in the makeup of that side. What would you say the weak point of your side is do you think it's that the unknown of that starting forward pack of, of TPJ, TPJ? Yeah, what, I, I... Or Hines is where do you put Hines in? Is that probably... Where does Hines fit in? I just honestly, the thing that worries me the, the most is just Freddie out thinking the room a little bit. That's my biggest fear consistently every time Origin comes around. Um, I, th- I think it's a good side that can win. I, I hate that we don't have a game in Sydney until game three. It sucks. Makes life so difficult. We just didn't need that at all. Uh, but 
I also think that by picking a number of new combinations and leaving a number of origin key origin players out, I think you have done us a little bit of a favour. And I'm I'm not stoked with our team, but I'm kind of okay with your team. Mm. As in, as in, as from a blues, yeah. a, a blues perspective, like yes. KP and Gagai. If you had KP and Gagai, I, I would be shitting myself yep. about mm. Origin One. Yeah. Wow. Well, yep. Wow. Well, I tell you what, Billy Slater, he's put his uh, he's put his balls on the line because they're too. There's not many coaches that would have the guts to make that call. Yeah. And so he may be lauded as a genius, or he may experience his first tsunami of negative media post-origin, which is going to be very interesting. I'll tell you what, we're, uh, we're all big fans at the table here of Stafford Toa, but if Val Holmes comes out and kills us in game one, I am off the Stafford Toa <laughs> fan club. I will be filthy because it feels like the sort of thing that Val would do. Mm. Oh, he is going to be so filthy, so filthy. Uh, so anything else to add, boys, in regards to origin? Bring it on, mate. We'll go more detailed preview in regards to t- the way they'll play, Matchups, all of that kind of stuff. Stats of each player next week. But uh, that's our Origin Team preview done and doosted. Brought to you by Bloke Beer. Get down to your local, grab a case of Bloke Beer. Get into your local liquor legends. We're in all liquor legends in Queensland. Get into your local celebrations in Queensland, New South Wales. Your local Bottolo, your local Porters plus uh, Porters Liquor, IGA plus Liquor. Get into your local liquor legends. All those. Different uh, independent bottlers. We're um, basically we're in every celebrations in New South Wales ATT, every liquor legends in Queensland, every bottle in New South Wales and ACT, um, and yeah. So you can get in there, go to our store locator. They'll show you the nearest store locator. Or if you go to an independent bottle you can just ask them politely, "Hey, can you order some bloke and my beer?" They should be able to order some in for you. And it is the beer of rugby league, guys. It is the beer of rugby league. No beer gets excited around Origin like we do. So grab a case of this beautiful, beautiful beer. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.